It's Monday, February 15th, 2016, and this is the One More Verse Podcast. Hey everybody, it's John Nix. I'm glad to have you along today. We're going to be talking about John chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. John begins in a way that is unfathomable. It's one of those things that boggles the mind. It's one of those things that's just so difficult to comprehend. Forget your ideas about Jesus the philosopher or Jesus the example or Jesus the moralist. If you want to know who Jesus really is, John with a laser-like focus wants you to know that Jesus is the Christ and that he is nothing less than God. And so he gives you no warning. There's no way to prepare for what he's about to say. He wants you to know that from the very beginning, and not just the beginning in the sense that it's some sort of chronology, not in the beginning, just that, hey, when we look at history and that sort of thing, no, he wants you to know that Jesus is very God of God and that in eternity past, God existed as Father, Son, and Spirit, and we're being introduced to the Son, the second person of the Godhead, and John describes him as the Word. He wants us to know that Jesus was active in creation. He wants us to know that in the very beginning the Word was, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He wants us to know that He is the agent of creation, and that He is the ultimate cause and reality of all things. He helps us to understand that Jesus is life and light. He wants us to know that that light is so great that it shines in the darkness, and the darkness can't even overcome it. And so he switches and he helps us to understand how this is going to come about. He wants us to understand how Jesus is going to come on the scene. And so he introduces us to another John. Now, this John is John the Baptist. And he wants us to know that John came to witness to the light. He's not the light, but he came to witness about the light. The true light that's coming into the world, that's Jesus. But John the Baptist would be his witness. Now we find out something, just one of those things that seems hard to believe, hard to understand how it could be that this would be the case when the one who created all things, the one who gives man life and light would come into his own and his own would not even recognize him. How could it be that the God of the universe would take to himself a body, would come to his own and his own people would not receive him? The beautiful thing is, to those who did receive him, we find a huge theme that opens up. It's the theme of family. And for those who would believe on his name, he's going to give them the right to become the children of God. Not those that are just born in a physical way, but not those that are born of the flesh, but those that would be born of God. The astounding thing is that God would condescend to us. Jesus would humiliate himself. And take on flesh. Now, when we think about this, it's hard to understand how God would humiliate himself. This is part of the scandal of the gospel. This is the thing that makes Christ being one of us necessary in order to accomplish our atonement. But think about Jesus, eternal, beautiful, surrounded by all that is good and right. 
When we celebrate Christmas, often we look on this baby in a manger and we think this warm, sentimental thoughts, but the truth is it is nothing more than the humiliation of God himself. The Son left the throne room of heaven where angels adore and worship and praise him, and he became an infant, completely dependent in his physical body upon a teenage girl. Who could believe that this word, this pre-incarnate word that was always existing from eternity past would become flesh? And he'd make his home among us. When we translate it that he dwelt among us, that word really means that he tabernacled among us. It points people back to the fact that God's nearness is his good and it's his favor. And God not only came and tabernacled among his people, but he became one of his people. And so John, uh, the beloved, as he records this, wants us to understand, we saw his glory. He's the only son from the father. He's full of grace and truth. And John the Baptist bore witness and he wanted people to know that he ranks before me because he is before me and he was before me. And so he wants us to know from his fullness, we've received grace upon grace. And, And we get this contrast with Moses. Now, if you remember, Moses makes a request of God, and his request of God is that he wants to see his glory. He asks God to reveal himself and to allow him to gaze upon his glory, and God says, that's impossible. If you see my glory in all its fullness, you will perish, you will die. But he says, I'll give you a glimpse. And even a glimpse of God's glory transforms Moses physically for the rest of his life. His face never looked the same again. There was a glow to it, and people were frightened to be around him, and he had to go about with a veil when he encountered people. And so for us to read that God became one of us, and he dwelt among us, and that they beheld his glory, and it was full of grace and truth, reminds us that, yes, the law was given to teach us that we need someone to save us. But Jesus is our savior where Moses could only point to the fact that we are not perfect. And through this covenant, we see that we fail and that we need rescue. Jesus came to rescue us. And the Bible tells us that no one had ever seen God, the only God, but Jesus, the second person of the Godhead, he from the father's side has come to let people know what God, the father is like. He is God, and he came and he dwelt among us. So I hope that as you read this John chapter 1, what an incredible and amazing thing. Why would the God of the universe who needs no thing condescend to a people who would reject him and not receive him? Why would he set his affection toward a people that he created and gave them life and light? Why would they run to the darkness? Why would they abandon the truth? What a scandalous thing. This this gospel, this good news of Jesus, the agent of creation, God of very God, came to be among his people so that he might rescue them. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. If you need more information about John Nix, Vertical Purpose, or One More Verse, find us online at johnnicks.org. 
I'd love to catch up with you on social media. So you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat. Just use the handle, the John Nix. And don't forget, the best way to do this is with the Vertical Purpose app, available on the platform of your choice. Download it for free today. Thanks again, guys, and join me tomorrow for the One More Verse podcast.